Welcome to the Bible Conversation Podcast with Chris, Dan, and Dylan. Let's have a conversation. Welcome to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today we're going to be talking about stewardship. And stewardship is a... uh, I guess something that, that the Bible talks about quite a bit. The Bible actually talks about money uh, more than most things. And uh, I think that the part of the reason is that we are not great with our money a lot of times. And the, uh, the scriptures, the apostles, and God all, all want us to utilize and use our money in such a way that is beneficial to others. So uh, before we jump in, did uh, Dylan or Dan, did y'all have anything that y'all wanted to say? No, just excited to record another episode with y'all. Um, you know, we are uh, getting towards the end of the year, um, you know, right in the middle of the holiday season. And, and, you know, we're basically wrapping up the first year that we've been together running this podcast. And yeah. it's just an exciting thing, exciting mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, too, you know, as we, we start getting into stewardship, I was just going to say, you know, with stewardship, we're talking about, uh, you already mentioned it, but, you know, managing the household and, um you know the affairs of the home and this is not just an issue that involves the 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 dad of the home or you know uh or the mom of a home or it it delegate delegating you know what we have and what we've been given it involves really all kinds of aspects so maybe it's at work or um maybe it's in school uh you know you have to be a steward of of everything that because everything you have comes from god and Mm -hmm. so you have to be a good steward. You're called upon to be a good steward. If you have anything at all, <laughs> you have to be a good steward yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Steward yeah. just implies ownership of and uh, yeah. or the authority yeah. over. And so, you know, as we as we talk about it, I think today we're going to focus mainly on on money. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, if you have the time, you can go back to our I believe it was our episode on giving, where we talked mm-hmm. about the the different things that we can give, the different things that we have, and if we have those things, we are stewards over them. Yep. Um, so this right now, what you're listening to, is about a week after Black Friday, the official day. Uh, we are uh, about a week week past it, and all of the deals have come and gone. All of the, uh, you know, Cyber Monday is, is come and gone. You know, they've... See, been, see I, I like Cyber Monday more than I like Black Friday <laughs> because then I can stay at home, shop online. <laughs> and, and there's been deals throughout, uh, throughout really this entire month uh, of, of throughout the entire month of November. And, uh, you know, what, what I kind of want to talk about in regards to this and in light of, you know, Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all these deals is, you know, how are we utilizing the money that we've been given? Are we using our money in order to glorify the kingdom of God? Are we using our money to purchase things that we don't need? Uh, you know, are we purchasing, are we using the money that is, you know, needed for bills, needed for necessities, uh, for things we don't need? You know, obviously we're going to have some, some of us will have some extra spending money, right? Some extra cash. You know, we've, we've given to God what, what, what is in our hearts, our desire to give. We've, we've saved some, maybe we've invested some, maybe it's, you know, and so we, we, maybe we've got some extra cash, Mm -hmm. some extra money. And I don't believe there's anything wrong with spending that, right? But, but we got to make sure that we take care of the essentials first. Mm-hmm. And I think the first thing that we have to take care of is what is God's. And so if you guys would, let's flip over to Mark, uh, Mark chapter 12. Mark chapter 12, verses 41 through 44. And this is Jesus here, as, as we're going to 
uh, we're going to find out. It says, and he, being Jesus, right, sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Now, that's an interesting, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever thought about it, but that's kind of an interesting little thing there, right? Like Jesus mm-hmm, just yeah. goes basically into where the temple is, right? And he just sits down opposite the treasury and he just watches. He's just people watching. It's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> but Jesus is just sitting there watching these people put money in, right? And I'm assuming he's aware of how much they're putting in. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's I, at the mall. You know, he's it, at the mall just, he's just <laughs> He's just watching, right? He's yeah. just watching, seeing what people watching are actually shopping. Yeah, seeing what people are actually spending their money on and how yeah. much and what they're giving to God. Many rich people put in large sums. Well, that's, I mean, that's good, right? That's mm-hmm. really good. And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, two mites, some of the other versions say, or some translations say, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. So one thing that we don't see, and, and this was brought up to me, I think, by, uh, by Corey, who we've, had, who we've had on here a couple times. and um, remember him saying in a sermon at one point, I think, that you know, we, we don't know what happens to this widow afterwards, but we assume that she was taken care of. Mm-hmm. We assume that God yeah. did not allow her to perish, right? We assume right. that she was fed, that she was clothed, that she had mm-hmm. lodging. Um, and you know, I, I think that, that's reassuring to me. You know, yeah. and so anyway, I, I kind of want to get y'all's thoughts on this. I've I've talked a little bit now, so I, I want to get y'all's thoughts. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I always like looking at um, the the Greek language and and seeing some of the meaning behind each of these words, and especially when it comes to to money, to <clears throat> sums of money, amounts of money, and what it refers to here um, in verse forty two: two small copper coins which make a penny. In uh, the Greek language, that is um, two lepta, which make uh, those are the two small copper coins, uh, which make a um, chondrates, which I don't know <laughs> if I'm saying that right, but um, um, but that chondrates is a Roman copper coin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the Jew, Jews are under Roman rule right now. And that Roman copper coin, which those two smaller coins that she put in, is worth this one Roman copper coin. And that coin is worth about one sixty-fourth of a denarii. Mm-hmm. And a denarii in this time is a day's wage. And so, you know, you work for a day, you make, you know, a certain amount of money. <laughs> the amount that this lady put in is one sixty-fourth of what you could make working for a day. And that so, was all she had. So if you make $64 in a day, she's putting in a dollar. Exactly. And that's all that she had. <laughs> yeah, and that's all that she had. Yeah. So uh, I just think it's really, really cool when you can see things like this. And, and this isn't just a, a parable that Jesus is telling. This is real life. Yeah. So, so sitting down and watching it happen. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of ironic because we're talking about stewardship. And some might look at this and say, well, wait a minute. <laughs> She's giving away everything she has. Yeah. You know, what, how, how is she a good steward? What, what might you guys say to that? I, going back to kind of what I said right before uh-huh. is that, you know, we got to take care of the, the things that come first. Yeah. Just we got to give back to God what is God's. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God has blessed us so abundantly. Uh, he, you know, he really has. And when we choose 
And it really is a choice. When we choose mm-hmm. to give to God or not to give to God, you know, we're making a choice to put our priorities, you know, where where we believe they should be. You know, yeah. Jesus Jesus talks about having food, right? And uh, you know that, that he doesn't need bread, right? He, he the, he's got food from his Father that we don't know anything about. And you know, yes, we need food to survive, but we also know that. You know, we seek first the kingdom of God, and all of these things will be added unto us. Exactly what I was going to say with that, seek first the kingdom of God. Um, You know, one of the things that is quickly becoming, um, uh, I don't know if you call it a catchphrase for me, but one of my favorite sayings is is that as Christians, we live in a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. Because if we live, we live for Christ, and if we die, that's a gain because we get to be in the presence exactly. of Christ, and that's yeah, mm-hmm. that's the words of Paul right there. Um, but in order to to be in that situation, in order to live in that win win situation, we have to be seeking first the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, which means that we're not going to be holding on to money, um, mm-hmm. being a good steward of it, of course, and not going out and and throwing it away, but instead giving it back to God, yeah. um, taking mm-hmm. care of of that need first. You, that's how you focus on the kingdom of heaven. That's how you can live in a win-win situation because the world does not matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And I was thinking about you know in Haggai, the prophet Haggai. We, we a lot of times we forget about the context of these prophets and everything. But one thing I do remember is Haggai is kind of like about the I think it's the post-exile, and they're supposed to they're back they're sort of back in the land now, but um, they're supposed to be. Um, focused on rebuilding the temple, rebuilding mm-hmm. the temple. And yet, you know, they're not really putting first things first, you know. And so Haggai says, you know, is it time for you to dwell in your paneled houses and this temple lie in ruins? You know, and then he goes on and he says, you have sown much, but you bring in little. You mm-hmm. eat, but you don't have enough. You drink, but you're not filled. And then my favorite is when he says, he who earns wages earns wages to put into a bag of holes. You know, yeah. I like to think of the pocket. You know, you got like yeah. a pocket yeah. where you put your money in it. There's a hole in it. You know, yeah. the change just keeps falling out. Why? Because you're not putting first things first. And that that's the, you know, the widow and the, the mite. You know, she she believed that God was... She put first things first, and mm-hmm. she believed God would take care of Yeah, the her. phrase my dad always used whenever I got money from a birthday or something and wanted to go out and buy baseball cards immediately was, is that money burning a hole in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And we see here, right, going back to this, this little story, right, the, the widow put in all that she had, and Jesus said that she gave more. Mm-hmm. But Jesus does not condemn those who gave mm-hmm. out of their abundance. Mm-hmm. He does not. And, and we see in, in the New Testament, we are to give out of, out of abundance, right? I, I think, I know one of you guys probably know that passage that I'm talking about. Um, but, you know, we're to give out of the abundance of our hearts. We're to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, share what we have gained. And so nobody in, this, nobody in this story is really frowned upon or condemned or looked down upon, right? It's just yeah. that one is elevated. Mm-hmm. And so as we think about how we spend our money, right, that we, we have to give to God first, right? That has to be a priority in our minds. And not just a priority, but the priority. Mm-hmm. And after that, yes, we can take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And sometimes giving to God is going to be giving to others. Right? I, I mm-hmm. firmly believe that. I firmly believe that uh, taking care of, of missionaries, 
right? Taking care of uh, maybe you, you've adopted a family that you went on a mission trip or you know people who have and, and you've adopted a family or a group of people and you're trying to get them through school or you're trying to uh, provide housing or wh- whatever the case may be, right? To me, that's serving God with your money. That is good stewardship. Mm-hmm. Going gambling, right? Uh, <laughs> doing things such of, of, of that nature, that, that is not good stewardship. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. potentially very wasteful. Yeah. Yes, well, you can potentially earn a lot. Mm-hmm. But you could also lose mm-hmm. a whole lot and gain nothing. That's right, and and you know gam- that's a whole another podcast, isn't it? I mean, yeah. that, and that's a, with a lot of serious issues with that. And I was thinking too, Chris, what you said is spot on about the the heart because it kind of it, it's sometimes when you read the gospels and you try to put things in their part. Why is this here? Why is that there? That's always an interesting question. I think it's good to interpret the Bible when you're interpreting the Bible. Ask yourself, you know, why is this here? Why is that there? Because the Gospels especially, you know, they all have different parts, and they kind of put things in different sections. And anyway, um, not to get into all that, but <laughs> I, 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 I did kind of wonder before one time, you know, why is this here? Because it almost seems just like you're reading through Mark, and it's like, why all of a sudden is there this, okay, this widow? And I think it has a lot to do with right before, you know, when he says, beware of the scribes, you know? Jesus says, beware of the scribes in verse 38. And then he talks, they, they love the greetings and the best seats and devour widows' houses and for a pretense, you know, make long prayers. And, and so they're just, they're not doing this with the heart, you yeah. know. And that's the problem, like you said, you know, it has to be done on the heart. That's, that's, that's really the beginning of good stewardship is your heart, yes. you know, your, your wantingness and your willingness to serve God. And that's really what Paul talked about in 2 Corinthians 8, that that famous chapter there that talks about giving and having a willing heart. That's where it starts. You know, Paul was saying that that, that they have to have this willing mind. They have to want to do it. He knew that the church at Corinth, there wasn't any way to really get into their, their pockets unless their heart mm-hmm. <laughs> was willing to be yeah. shaped. And that's, and that's the verse I was referring to with the abundance, right? Giving in abundance, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 2 Corinthians 8. Uh, 13, right? For I do not mean that others should be eased and you burdened, but mm-hmm. that as a matter of fairness, your abundance at the present time should supply their need so that their abundance may supply your need, right? Mm-hmm. So our abundance should be given so that others don't suffer, mm-hmm. should not be kept in storehouses so that, you know, we build, we have to build a bigger barn yeah. in order to keep all of our wealth and our food because we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Mm-hmm. We don't know whether we're going to be here tomorrow or not. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, speaking of, of the heart and and how this is, uh, I think you used the phrase, Dan, that this is a heart issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that, uh, that sh- not a Dave Ramsey issue. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, 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 makes, that, that makes me think, it, you know, it's more than just money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... Being a good steward is more than just, you know, taking care of your finances. And you referenced at the beginning, Chris, that, um, you know, stewardship, that's just a term for a term for ownership, mm-hmm. um, whatever you take ownership of. And uh, one of the biggest things that, that we should take ownership of and that we should want to take ownership of is is the message of Christ. And to be a good steward of that is is to pass that along. Mm-hmm. Um, to be a good steward of that is to to share Christ with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I don't know if y'all have some thoughts in regards to this, but I think stewardship is so much more than just 
taking care of the finances you've been blessed with. I think, you know, when, when you look at the qualifications for elders, for deacons, right, we're to, if, if we are to aspire to that office, then we need to raise up our children mm-hmm. in the admonition of the Lord, right? We're to be good that's, stewards. That's being a good steward. Being good <laughs> stewards of what we've been given, right? Good stewards of the house, good stewards of the finances that we have. Yep. You know, we're not going to want to hire a leader to, to, to talk about our finances as a church who's bankrupt and broke and in debt, right? Like that's... Mm-hmm. We don't want that. We want someone who is financially stable and who's, who knows how to manage money, who knows how to do these things so that we know that what we give to the church, right, is what mm-hmm. we're giving to God is going to be well provided and taken care of. And so, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. We have been given the gospel. We've been given the gospel. Mm-hmm. And if we choose to keep that, Right to bury that, like uh, you know, we talked about the the talents a couple yeah. of weeks ago, right? We choose to bury that instead of using it. Well, we're not being good stewards, right? We we're supposed to use our money. We're supposed to use our talents. We're supposed to use the gospel, uh, and and I think that's a part of stewardship. You know, we we're not supposed to. You know, you talked about baseball cards a bit ago, right? Yeah. You know, think of a, a first edition Nolan Ryan baseball card, right? People want to keep that in near mint condition, mm-hmm. right? You want to wrap it up, make sure it doesn't get touched, right? You don't want any grubby hand, hands or fingerprints on it. You, you want to protect that card. Yeah, take care of it. Take Be a good of steward of it. <laughs> but the gospel, we want it to touch everybody. Yeah. And so we've got to look at the things that we have, the things that we own, and determine whether or not we are to use them to protect them, to save them, to hold them. And I think that's where we become and learn how to be good stewards is when we look at the individual things we have and adjust how we use them and how do we utilize them accordingly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spot on. And I think part of what we're saying then is recognizing the intrinsic worth you know, of the things that we have. Mm-hmm. Gospel number one. You know, yeah. That's, that's yes. number one. And then how do, how do the things that we have best serve that that um, you know that that desire that need that duty to to preach the gospel and share it with others? How how do the things in our life serve that ministry of the gospel? Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of putting things in priority. Gospel number one, and then everything else helping to serve that yeah. ministry of the gospel. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. There's a lot of things that we can. Um, talk about as far as being a good steward of, but mm-hmm. um, Dan, what what Dan just summarized there? Gospel number one. Yeah, um, that's that that's some heavy language, especially when sometimes we don't make the gospel number one. Yeah. <laughs> it, all of a sudden, it's a self reflecting time. Oh man, am I being a good steward of the gospel of Christ, the good news about Christ? Um, but anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, do you guys have anything? Otherwise, I'm going to I'll wrap this up real quick. Put a bow on it, man. Put a bow on it. We, we have officially brought that back a couple weeks running now. So, you know, putting, putting the gospel first, I think, is huge. And, and Dylan, you just said, you know, something that I was thinking as well. You know, we could, we could probably sit here and talk for hours about various different things that we can be stewards of. But at the end of the line, we've got to understand that stewardship, again, is just ownership of something. Mm-hmm. And if we are choosing to own something, Right, because that is a choice. Right? We choose to own a car. We choose to own a house. We choose to own things. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, when you choose to follow Christ, yeah. you choose to, to own, own His faith. message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we we make that choice. Right? We we choose to own these things. And if we if we do that, then we've got to take stock. You know, what Dan was saying, we've got to take stock of the uh, you know the relative value 
of those things and and place them in, in, in sequential order. And if the gospel does not come first, I think there needs to be a reprioritization of your life. Um, and so I, I hope that, that this discussion on, uh, you know, on, on how we manage the things that we own, right, how, how we are stewards, whether we're good or bad stewards, has been helpful. And I hope that, uh, that the listeners, that you guys, you can take this and, and you know, reflect on, on whether you are a good steward because that's what we're called to be. We're called to be good stewards. Um, so we, uh, we, we love you guys. We appreciate you. Uh, we, we are grateful for you. And we hope that, uh, as Dylan mentioned earlier, we're, we're entering in on close to a year of this podcast. We, we hope and we pray that we've been good stewards of this podcast. And, and that it has been beneficial to you. And uh, we, we would love to continue doing this. And if, if you would like to help out in any way, uh, please listen here in just a couple of seconds as to how you can do that. Thank you so much for listening to the Bible Conversations podcast. I want to tell you about a couple of ways in which you can be involved or help us out. You can like us on Facebook and share our posts. You can send us an email at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can even leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We're also partnering with Ministry League. This is a wonderful app full of so many different resources to help you grow your faith. We love you all. Now let's go start a conversation.